Welcome to Conversations in the Kitchen. We're Gemma and Paul, two kitchen table entrepreneurs chatting about our journey building our own e-commerce businesses and helping others to do the same. Grab a coffee and join us in the kitchen as we chat about the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, strategies for digital growth, and our approach to building a purpose-driven and sustainable business online. Morning, Gemma. How are you today? Morning. I'm good, thank you. Enjoying the sunshine that we've got today. How are you? I am good. I'm also enjoying the sunshine. Um, I'm obviously still reeling from uh, the accusation earlier that I didn't look enthusiastic enough when you mentioned that we were doing our podcast today, um, which was... uh, actually more to do with the things I had to do before getting to do the podcast today or, or kind of how long the to-do list was and the, my uh, eternal enthusiasm for our conversations and, and sh- sharing uh, thoughts in our, over our morning coffees. Um, but I'm, I'm also bemused that your response to my uh, apparent lack of enthusiasm and I said, oh, what, what should we talk about this week was, um, well, I think we should go in depth into email marketing systems. Uh, because to the untrained eye, that could, uh, could not necessarily seem like a, a cure for lack of enthusiasm. But actually, it always uh, puts a smile on my face that when we do talk about our friend Clavio, which is, which is the system that we're going to talk about, uh, we do we do end up sort of having quite kind of animated, enthusiastic conversations about it. So I think we can we can we can share that enthusiasm today. However, this is definitely one where um, I feel as though I'm the kind of fluffy. I just want to write nice words with pictures, and uh, when I look at the Clavio dashboard it gives me a slight headache and makes me think I don't know where to start. And I, I defer to your greater technical wisdom on these things, but in why to start with that, why does Clavio get you animated and enthusiastic? Um, I think just because it's, I get really geekily excited about it because um, there's just so much opportunity in terms of what you can do with e-commerce growth with Clavio. So I think when we, I think one thing to highlight from the off is that Clavio for me is not just an email marketing tool. It's very, you know, there are some great tools out there that are designed simply for email marketing. Clavio isn't. It's very much built with e-commerce in mind and it's very much built with joining up all the bits of your digital ecosystem so whilst email is one of the main functions of it it's not all that you can do with it and so for me when Clavio came along and we started integrating it on some of the projects that we were working on um, a few years ago it, it just became really exciting because you could suddenly do so much that you couldn't do easily before and I think that's the other thing you could do bits of it here and bits of it there but what Clavio does is it removes the need to be sort of having to look at 10 different dashboards for things um, and using 10 different tools and it starts to bring some of that together and you know if anybody is 
using a Shopify site, you know that you're relying on sort of plugging apps in and, and having lots of different moving parts. And Clavio sort of integrates really seamlessly to sort of remove the need for some of those. So yeah, I get really excited just about what you're able to do with it, what, what you're able to see in it, which I think we'll talk about a little bit more. Um, and also for me, it's a tool that really puts the customer back at the heart of what you're doing with your marketing. So you can be really clever about creating a really nice customer journey that you know works well and just it just feels like good marketing and I think that's where you know Clavio sort of plays into that uh and that's the bit I like I think uh I do I love I love the fact that 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 sort of integration part that you talked about is great but it's that sense of what that lets you do to be kind of nosy and a bit sort of Sherlock Holmesy around what are people doing and where are they doing it and then how can we sort of build on that and uh kind of kind of look after them better kind of uh you know nurture them or make sure that the messages that they're getting at different different parts of the journey uh are right for them and uh you know that that's not on a you know, that's not about snooping on an individual level. It's always, you know, it's aggregated and anonymized, but it, it is letting you kind of go, oh, well, so we can see people who did something here in Facebook and then they did something here on the website. And at the moment they get this email, but you can kind of, you can tailor things much more to an actual journey, can't you? Um, yeah. Can you think of any examples of that? Um, I think, I mean, for me, it's like when you look at, again, it, it comes back to that. I think we spoke about this. It might have been in the email marketing podcast that we did, um, which we can link below. But it comes back to that exactly like you were saying. Um, it's that difference between being really disrupted with your marketing or really nurturing. And I think when it comes to creating that journey, it's looking at, people's behaviors and people's interests so for me that's how you kind of segment and you create different flows so looking at things like what are people actually doing when they're engaging with your website what are they looking at what behavior are they sort of you know are they abandoning that behavior at any point what are they interested in what content has brought them in and then you can start to build out those flows and that kind of segmentation along that so people are always getting the right information that they're interested in that's relevant to them at the right point in the journey and that's what I love about all of this so um there's a you know there's a load of different ways that you could start to look at that depending on people's behaviors and what they're doing um and build out different flows and one thing I love about Clavio is it's got a lot of inbuilt flows as well so you're not even having to necessarily build this from the ground up you can work with what's already in there around you know welcome sequences abandoned cart sequences all of that kind of stuff um it's already in there for you so it's just a case of putting your brand voice into that and sort of you know, thinking specifically about your customers and then building that journey around them and and what you know about them and you I, I don't quite understand this part of it but you've often used you've often talked to me about prediction as well so how how can you use it in that way to sort of uh we've talked a bit about sort of knowing what people do do but can it can it be used to think about what we think they might be going to do yeah so it's got um 
it's fairly new actually I think it's something that they only brought out in the last maybe year or so uh, maybe 18 months but um, there's a predictive analytics kind of tool that's that's inbuilt that allows you to segment your customers based on sort of what we think their future spending pattern might be so it really looks at kind of what their purchasing behavior has been over a previous period and then it helps to predict what they might do in the future so for example you could use that to identify customers that maybe haven't ordered for a while or there seems quite a low probability of them ordering again and then once you know who they are you can segment those customers and you can put them through one of the email flows that helps to kind of nurture and re-engage them in the same way if you've got customers that you know um, are purchasing really frequently then perhaps you might want to put them in a very different kind of automated flow where you're giving them kind of loyalty um, benefits or sort of loyalty discounts, or you're kind of trying to turn them into an advocate or an affiliate for your brand. So again, it's it's looking at sort of what their previous behavior is, and then it's predicting, okay, we think this person fits sort of into this category of customer or fits into this one. And you can then tailor your strategy around all of that. And it would take ages for you to like manually <laughs> go through that information from Shopify, but the integration between Shopify and Klaviyo brings all of that in and just allows you to do that really, really easily. Um, which is why I think, you know, that sort of puts it a step above kind of other marketing tools when you're talking about e-commerce. So, yeah, you're talking a lot there about sort of being able to adapt things to people's behavior and where they are on the journey. I mean, ultimately, I suppose what, what you can almost end up with is a kind of personalized email experience or, or something that's sort of getting close to feeling personalized and I, I guess with any any email tool you're doing that on a kind of name and you know address addressing someone personally but is, is is there more we can do in terms of how we think about the content how we think about what goes in the emails um, I guess that word personalization is it a personalization tool yeah, so I think, yeah, I think that's a really good point because when we talk about personalization in email, normally it comes down to, you know, including somebody's name within the copy or in the subject email. So you're kind of um, really sort of reaching out to them on that more personal level. But actually with Klaviyo, it goes a whole step further because you can bring in, because it has that integration with Shopify, Klaviyo then has access to all of the customer information and the purchase history. And you can actually use that to build the content of your email. So for example, if you know you've got customers who like a particular type of product, you can then bring in product photos, you can bring in prices, product descriptions really easily into your emails to suggest things like other relevant products that they may be interested in, for example. Um, or recommendations based on what they bought in their last order. So again, it's kind of really looking at their behavior, but then personalizing their journey within sort of the email side of things around that behavior. So they know that what you're sending them is very relevant to them and, and not just kind of a blanket email that you send to everybody about your new product, you're personalizing it in a way that makes it really relevant and really interesting to, you know, what they've bought before or what they've not even what they bought before what they've looked at on your website before um 
so again you're catching them you know at that point in the journey where you know they've already got some interest because they've been looking at it and it's not just kind of a cold blanket email that goes out to anyone that happens to be on a list and you mentioned looked at on the website so it's kind of integrated with their web experience uh and we know it's a great tool for kind of shopify integration but Say a little bit about Facebook as well, because I think that's the thing that really sets it apart for me, that kind of it's the Facebook Shopify Clavio triangle that I think's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, so that comes back to, you know, joining up of dots and and we talk a lot on these podcasts and sort of, you know, with what we do through in the kitchen about how none of these areas of marketing should be looked at individually. And, you know, sometimes there's an overemphasis on looking at things like ads and PPC, but without really having content or email or other pieces of the puzzle there to support it and make it an effective way to sort of do your marketing. And for me, Clavio integrating with Facebook is like a bit of a game changer because what you, you can very easily do is import your, email lists so you have your lists of you know whether that's a list of people who've signed up because you've got some sort of lead magnet whether it's a list of customers whether it's a list of people who um, have browsed certain pages on your website you can export all of that and put it into Facebook and then that becomes a custom audience for your retargeting and your advertising so again you're catching people who you already know have been on your website there's some sort of behavior some sort of engagement they're over on Facebook, that's where they hang out, and you're catching them there as well and catching their interest. And it's just joining up that journey again and sort of um, making it all kind of fit together nicely. Um, and then the other bit of the Facebook integration with Clavio is for actually for lead generation. So you can do lead gen ads in Facebook where somebody can sign up to something and get onto your Clavio list without ever needing to leave Facebook. So you're not taking them outside of it onto a form somewhere else it's super super easy they can just do it from the ad in their Facebook feed and it all just automatically joins up to Clavio so yeah bit of a game changer with that you, you know you don't see that just with a lot of sort of email automation tools and it just yeah just joins that up and again it makes your it makes your ad um, marketing really relevant you're not just popping up into somebody's Facebook feed and being really disruptive you're actually sort of showing up at the right time in their journey, knowing that they're already interested in you because they've already visited your website or done some sort of behavior on there. So, um, enthusiasm, check. Uh, complexity and ability to achieve loads of big marketing goals, check. Uh, it can, it, what we've just talked about can sound quite complicated to people as well and it, i think you know with any powerful tool uh, it's kind of about learning it over time and building up more and more isn't it and the, the, the bigger your data sets get the more the more powerful it becomes but where does someone start with this kind of stuff if i if i'm just kind of getting going what, what are my first three or four tasks if i open the clavio box and get rolling yeah i think if you're someone that's used an email marketing tool before Clavio is a step up from that but actually works in a very similar way if you're someone who's just starting out from scratch there is a bit of a learning curve there like there would be with any tool um but yeah if you're just starting out I mean the first thing is to really think about how you want to segment your audience so actually understanding who your audience is who are the people that you know are visiting your e-commerce store what are they doing um 
and sort of thinking about how you want to then segment them into lists and different segments so that you've you've got what you need so I would be looking at things like um actual newsletter subscribers so you you know you want to have some sort of newsletter in place so you would have some way of capturing that on the website and then you would have a list for that and then the rest of it is looking at sort of different customer behaviors so you'd maybe have a list for sort of higher value customers who purchase often or purchase high amounts you'd have a list for you know you could uh, segment by product type if you've got multiple products you can segment by customers who buy t-shirts versus shoes or you know whatever it is that you sell so it's really thinking about how do you want to segment out your customers and then what are the journeys that you want to take those customers on based on those segments so that's where I would start is the first thing um, and then automation so instantly you want to get things like abandoned cart reminders turned on like <laughs> that's super easy to do there's already a flow sort of laid out in Clavio. it's just a case of you know put your branding in there, put your voice on it a little bit um, and then just turn it on so you're not losing money from people that are adding things to the cart and not checking out. Um, also a kind of thank you customer flow as well, I think is a really good one to have in there. So, you know, when a customer purchases on Shopify, they're going to get their order notification, but it's also nice to have a little flow in place where you can send them a bit more of a personalised thank you and you know let them know other ways that they can engage with your brand or um how they can give their feedback on things um and then a sort of welcome series for anyone that signs up to your newsletter list as well so that the first thing i'd say is segment people and then put those three flows in place so you want welcome emails abandoned carts and new or customer thank you emails Gemma. yes <laughs> do you now or have you ever worked for Clavio? <laughs> I have not. No. <laughs> I, I asked that because I, I, I had a sudden moment of thinking this this podcast sounded as though it should be sandwiched in between some sort of jingle. Yeah, we're not, and, and, we're not sponsored uh, by Clavio. <laughs> sponsored by Clavio. Um, but it is, you know, it is quite uh, uh, experience-led enthusiasm, isn't it, rather, rather than... Uh, uh, any any sort of backhand deals or, or sponsorship arrangement going on here yeah um, and I should probably like any you know like I've used lots of different email marketing tools over the years and have had many frustrations with some of them um, and Clavio for me is by far for if you have an e-commerce business it just by far is the best tool the downside to it is it can be a little bit more pricier than some of the other ones so if you are just starting out you do need to sort of think about you know sort of your budget and how that's going to kind of grow over time um but what i would say to that is you know you, you are getting that that extra level of stuff that if you are putting the effort into sort of doing all of this right in clavio you're going to see that return come back a lot quicker than if you were trying to muddle two or three different tools together to sort of get to the same place so i suppose that for me is is the biggest downside of clavio and the other thing is it you know it's not when you do go in it can be a bit overwhelming and a bit complex so it does take some time if you've not used anything before like this yes i think they can all have a bit of that and i do personally actually find uh you know some of the basics of building emails and flows in clavio a bit easier than, than even mailchimp or something um but yes that that's a good in in the in the sort of bbc impartiality kind of 
finisher there. Other, other email platforms do exist and <laughs> are, are enjoyed by their users. And there are others we're looking at. We're, there's uh, things like ConvertKit and um, a few Flowdesk. others. Flowdesk yeah. is a really good one. Less so for e-commerce, but if, you, uh, if you're listening to this and you maybe don't have a product-based business and you have something like a coaching business or a consulting business or um, you're a content creator of some kind, Flowdesk is a really good one. So it's, it's far more limited in terms of um, automation, but what it is brilliant for is design. So if you want something that just looks incredible um, and doesn't look as clunky as some of the other um, email tools can without needing to code your own templates, then Flowdesk is, is definitely a good one for that. Yeah. And I think in a few weeks we are going to do, we're going to have as one of our chat themes going a bit deeper into sort of how to think about e-commerce if you work in coaching or how to think about e-commerce if you work in food businesses and that kind of specificity is quite important, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think as a, as a final thought as well, it is, you know, I, I'm blown away by what a powerful tool Clavio is, but one of the things that we always talk about as well is in some ways the most powerful thing is your voice and your creativity and the if, if you if you build what you do about uh, around the customer and thinking what they might be thinking and needing at any particular point in time and to some extent lots of email systems can 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 let you do that it's about it's about how you use the tool not not the tool itself uh on which um, enthusiastically <laughs> off, off to uh, enjoy the rest of our day, and uh, I think I think a few writing a few emails for some clients is is on the list actually. So yeah. we'll get our heads into that. <laughs> <laughs>